Hello, friends. Hello, friend. And welcome, welcome to your tea time. Well, this week, uh, I mean, there's not really that much to get into. I really want to talk about the fucking Wayfair conspiracy. Uh, I want to catch. <laughs> I want to catch up with Riss. I need to know how it's been back at work for her. Um, I really don't have much on my end, you know, aside from going through the motions of life. Um, what about you? Do you have anything to say? I got my trial size kit of the Briogeo scalp revival um, shampoo, conditioner, and then the, the treatment. And I'm really excited to use it, but I just got it in the mail today and I don't have a review on it yet. Of course, I always get these things on a freaking Saturday or uh, I didn't get it in the mail today. I got it in the mail yesterday. I get them on a Saturday and I'm like, oh, I didn't use it yet. Um, and I also got something really cool that I don't know if anyone wants to talk about this, but you don't have a choice if you're listening, you're stuck with me, but I got the NYX, um, like NYX wear is, um, basically like period underwear (laughs) and I got that and I'm going to try that out and tell y'all how it went. I'm oddly curious and wondering because right I me too see it everywhere yeah. <laughs> i see it everywhere and my friend actually works for another company a, com- a competing company i won't tell you what it is but um she works for a competing company and i haven't tried out her underwear either so i want to get both and see which one's better <laughs> <laughs> i want to get one from her this- and i got nick <laughs> and we're gonna see how this fucking goes down um i got the sleep short though because um i you know i don't want to get into too much of it but like some of the things that we have to do it's like wearing a fucking diaper and i just can't deal with Mm -hmm. it so i'm hoping this is a solution um but yeah so i will i will give reviews on these products but i just i wanted to say that i got them and i'm very excited it's like fucking christmas up in here right now yeah i mean i feel like your house is a revolving door of packages at all times. It so really is. Like always Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Eric is always like, you got another package, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck it is. What size is it? Like, I don't know. Pick. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, anything. If anybody is interested in uh, listening to us catch up and talk conspiracy theories, um, strap in for another episode of Beauty Time. That's right. Buckle up. Should we start off with, I really want to talk to you about this Wayfair conspiracy, because we have not talked about this at all off of air. No. So. I didn't know you knew about it, and then my friend um, told me about it, and I was like, no fucking way. And then she told me she found out about it on Facebook, so I didn't really believe her at first. (laughs) And then everyone else started talking about it. Well, I... Of course, found out about it on TikTok. Uh, uh-uh. But so, so what do you, well, I'm going to tell everybody what, if you don't know about this Wayfair conspiracy. Yes, fill everyone the in. Short, the short version is, um, basically, I don't know 
all of the all of the details and who stumbled upon it. Maybe maybe that article you sent me tells that it stuff, does but... it does name a user but i don't know because um i think it wasn't just one person i think it was a bunch of people that were like hey have you seen this you seen this and everyone was like yeah what the fuck so they have these supposed industrial grade cabinets on wayfair mm-hmm. listed from like twelve thousand to fourteen thousand dollars so if it, it, Weirdly enough, like, why the fuck would a cabinet be $12,000, $14,000? So the names of the cabinets matched missing girls' mm-hmm. names. So people were saying it's very weird that these supposed cabinets on Wayfair match these very specific missing girls' names. So they're saying they believe that Wayfair is part of a sex trafficking um, ring. Like, ring. So they're saying if if you buy, like, if people try to buy these $12,000 cabinets, that they're really getting the girl whose name is on the the cabinet and they're not like they're not common names either they're very unique names so it's like yeah you do a search of that name and a girl a missing girl comes up yeah it's that's the weird the weirdest part about it i mean and i've seen things here and there that people have reached out to wayfair and asked them to explain themselves and they basically (laughs) were like nope these these cabinets are very industrial, so that's why they're that much money. Yeah, and, and it I'm still like, doesn't really explain it because, like, who the fuck? Like, when you're buying industrial shit, you're trying to save as much money as possible. So, for you to have to buy like thousands of cabinets, you're not going to want to spend twelve grand on one. It's, on one, it's right? Ludicrous to think that that's like their actual response to it. Not like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, they must have just tried to use us as a front, or all of our sellers right. are, are properly vetted. So, like, blah blah blah. Like, they were just like, no, the price is the price, motherfucker. And you're like, wow. right? So, well, they they stated that they were taking down the items for now, so they could relist the items with the proper description, which would explain why they were so much money oh yeah okay so they're they gonna try like, to make money off of it like for if people that really need to buy cabinets they're like okay well maybe we could get up 12 grand too and throw in a kit you're you're a fucking idiot if you buy twelve thousand dollar cabinet i don't care what it's made of <laughs> very true but you're also a fucking idiot if you're into pedophilia and you're buying a kid for 12 grand you piece of human garbage yeah so i don't know um like I said, I don't know all the facts about where this all came from or who discovered it and what happened to, you know, what what's happened since. I've only known, like, I haven't, like, dove so deep into it. I just know the basic facts that everyone's been talking about, which is that people believe that they're part of a, a sex traffic ring. And these $12,000 cabinets are really these girls that's names are in the description but the the part that sucks is that like okay so somebody caught on to it and if this is all really true that just means that either they've just killed those girls or they've just moved them and any chance of finding them they've now like it's like when you're a step behind the killer you know and you gotta outsmart them and be a step ahead of them now Mm -hmm. once you announce the like 
the plot is exposed, they're going to figure out something else. And you're not going to get what you want, you know? Like, the the main result is we want to save these kids. Well, right. And, you know, it it would be one of, like... I think the only way to really know is like, let's say hypothetically, if somebody discovered this and they were like, all right, I need to alert somebody without making it a mainstream thing because something might happen to these girls if I say what I think is happening. Like, Mm -hmm. could you go to the authorities and be like, I can like, can you go and be like, Hey, um, this is really weird. Can somebody investigate it and maybe escalate it to like somebody actually ordering a cabinet and it seeing whether it's a girl or not? Like, can you do that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, yes, you can. I don't know how much, but I don't know how much people, like if you went to the cops and are like, Hey, can you investigate this? They might be like, yeah, sure. And then like nobody ever look into it. So I don't, that's probably accurate. I don't know how you even prove anything like that or how you um, even begin. But maybe since it's been escalated to the internet that maybe somebody um, hopefully has looked into it more. I don't know. I mean, you can, you know, you can exact a lot of change from rioting on the internet as well. Like you can demand certain things, but it can only go as far as what they find physically, because if they can't find them and rescue them and catch them, then they haven't really stopped it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like well the internet can go as crazy as they want, but it still won't bring the girls home. Yeah. Well I'm reading the article that did you read the article that you sent me? Yeah I did. <laughs> Okay, because I'm I'm just reading the article now. Uh, it's like it's from Newsweek.com, and it says basically this this woman named Princess Peach 1987, which I can totally, uh, you know throw cred to her because Princess Peach Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't have it up in front of me, but she field. questioned it. She was like, "Why are these so much money or whatever?" And then she uh, said that she didn't. She thought it was suspicious, so she googled the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm like, oh, what? In, what in the world would tip you off to Google those names? That's the weirder part. I mean, yeah. there's so many articles circulating. I don't know how much of it is true. I'm being completely honest. Like, how much of it is accurate? Like, as far as the facts yeah. like this go. But mm-hmm. um, continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I don't know. It's just it. Uh... I would say if you want to know more about it, Google it because um, there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot more details of it. Um, But people are saying it's not a credible case. It's, you know, just speculation and there's nothing that proves. um, There's nothing that proves it. So I don't know. It's very weird. I mean, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised because even where we live, um, there, they always, I've heard that plenty of people talk about how bad sex trafficking is just in general. In our area? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And in our area too. What? In our area? Fuck. What? Where? I guess you'll have to tell me offline. I've just heard from like clients and stuff that like so and so's husband is a 
is an investigator and oh, looks really yeah. bad and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. But... It's, bad. it's very prevalent in the Bronx. Apparently. I don't know. What do I know? I don't live in the Bronx. If anybody lives in the Bronx, tell me how you feel about that. Anybody listening? You know? Yeah. That's just what I heard. I did watch a video, though, um, at work. One of one of the um, the girls that works there was showing me a video of a girl sitting on a train going into the Bronx. I don't know where she was coming from because I don't know the subways that well. But she was going into the Bronx and a guy literally tried to pick her up, physically pick her up and take her off the next subway stop. But um, she was a little larger and... Mm-hmm. You know, New Yorkers are like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't touch me. And then she caused a scene. Somebody had videotaped it. Because, you know, people don't actually jump in and help anymore. They just videotape it for evidence. So, you know, you may know who tried to abduct you or murder you, but no one will stop it or call 911. They'll just videotape it so that you have evidence on who to blame it on after the fact. But... Mm -hmm. They were trying to abduct her. For what reason? I don't know. And then the yeah. guy and then the guy literally got off at the next stop and ran off because she was sitting at the chair next to the door. So he was trying to pick her up and get her off at the next stop and like drag her with him. Oh my oh. god. Yeah, that's what he was trying to do. And she fucking fought him. She was be- beating the crap out of him, like like smacking him kind of, you know, but like still seated. Mm -hmm. She was like, what the fuck? He's trying to take me. And like, it's New York. (laughs) Nobody stepped in. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, gotta go. (laughs) But yeah, like, this is my stop. But um, that's the thing. It's hard to watch. It's really fucking hard to watch because you know that that really happened. It was a real person. Mm -hmm. That wasn't staged. And I mean, it is the assumption that he was trying to take her, but we're like for trafficking, we're assuming, but we don't know the real reason. Either way, it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. It's not going to end well. And good for her because she fucking saved herself. That's right. Save yourself. But fuck, man. When is it going to end? Never. But when? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But never, I know. but when? I know. I, it's a rhetorical question because I know that. Um, I'm not so naive to the world that, like, I know that we can't all just sit around and sing kumbaya to each other and, you know, hold hands and shit. But, like, it's getting really, really bad. The world is getting really, Mm -hmm. really, really bad. And it does not make me comfortable knowing I have a daughter that will one day go out into the world by herself. Yeah. And she's sassy and she might tell a person to go fuck themselves, but when it comes down to it, is she going to be able to defend herself correctly? Ask for help, run away, get away. You know, these are questions you got to think about in, yeah. your, in your head. And so all the poor families who who these these fucking names came up and they're like now this is this is breaking news and they're seeing like their loved ones names on the all over the internet and on Wayfair. Right. That's got to right. be like the the most heartbreaking like well they were alive are they still yeah i can't imagine. i don't know it's crazy well i mean that's a, it's like i feel like most things 
in the world are kind of like you see what you see at surface level and sometimes we might walk past like you said even about the person on the train like that obviously was something that was going on that wasn't good right but we might walk past things and not even know that something is wrong you know what I mean like yeah there's so many things like every day that we walk past and you know you know, one of my friends told me a story about how she was in a TJ Maxx once and she noticed that somebody was following her around the whole time Ew. to the point that to the point and when she was and she had her her baby with her and to the point that she said to the cashier, I need you to walk me out because this person has been following me the entire time. And that's and terrifying. The, and the cashier told the manager and was like, point him out. I'm going to, I'm going to say something. So the uh, cashier walked her out, but it, it, it could have been another, you know, another thing, another, it's like, you got to be on high alert. I mean, me as a, a, a woman in general, I am on high alert all the time. And yeah. it's just cause my, my mom always made me like nervous of everybody. Like somebody's <laughs> walking a little too close or, yeah. you know, looking a little too long or, whatever like i don't i don't trust anybody when I i'm out especially yeah yeah it's like you try and be as aware as you can you know but they but, usually spot they'll usually spot you out like if you if you seem intoxicated or drunk or drugged then you're an easier target cuz you're not as aware mhm you know yeah it's just crazy like i said there's so many things that just like okay somebody was browsing on wayfair and was like hmm this is doesn't seem this right doesn't like how many, right yeah yeah how many other things do we do or see every day that we're just like la 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 like i don't know something else you know i actually so tonight like this very evening i was at out to dinner and i had parked sort of farther away in a different parking lot that was uh, separated by a chain link fence and mm-hmm. there it was still light out so it was still daylight but it was like kind of like towards the end of it And I had, um, I was the only car really left in the center of the parking lot, but there were a lot of cars around the perimeter, but they were like 20 spots away on either side. So it was literally just my car in the middle. And it just, it was like, it looked a little lonely, but on top Mm -hmm. of my hood was a car key. Oh, just a random ass car like farb fob whatever they're called i don't really know and i was like well nope that's fucking sketchy leaving that there oh fuck yeah Mm -hmm. so i was like i don't care if some drunk ass motherfucker can't get in their car that's their fucking fault but if this is not that kind of kind of situation i'm not sticking around to find out either and i looked i stopped for a second which probably wasn't smart but i did like look around like to see if there was like anybody with a car idling or like a, a mm-hmm. weird like a creep in the corner or some shit that was gonna like run up behind me um luckily there were other people there was like a gang of teenagers and not like scary teenagers like fucking idiot girl and boy teenagers um and they were like off towards like that line of the perimeter of cars so it didn't seem like that ideal situation for somebody to do something sketchy 
but it was yeah, weird because you didn't know yeah. where they were hiding. Like you, there was no car around me, nothing in proximity, no building, no nothing. It was literally my little car in the middle of the parking lot with nothing around me. But that key mm-hmm. freaked me out. So I got in my car and I fucking drove away. And there was um, like a parking attendant for the um, restaurant parking lot. And I was like, this was on my car. You can have it. And he was like, oh, thanks. I'm like, if you fucking did this, I will kill you. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, this is not how you ask for a date. But I didn't, he didn't really think anything <laughs> of it. So I just gave it to him and he was like, thanks. And he asked the other guy with him, what should I do with it? I was like, well, it's your fucking problem now. Yeah. And then I just fucking sped away because, like, it just didn't sit well with me. It gave me a weird feeling. I was uncomfortable. That was weird. Yeah. Very weird. How do you, yeah. How does that even, yeah. And it was just a car well, key with no other keys attached to it. It was just literally like the car fob. Yeah. Very fucking strange. It's so weird. Yes. So I was like, I'm, well, I'm they, leaving. <laughs> well, they always say, too, like, if you, Go out to your car and there's a piece of paper on it. Don't, yep. Drive. I will drive away. Don't reach for it. Nope. I'm driving if away. If there's money on your car, if there's anything that's <laughs> If there's the money window, on my car, it's mine, motherfucker. I'm driving away with it to a safe spot and then I'm taking it. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Well, but they say anything on the car. Even like if I if I see a flyer on my car, I'm like, nope. And I'll, I'll let it fly off. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like to litter, but no. it, it's my safety. Yeah, I'll <laughs> litter for my safety. I will litter. I know the earth um, is not happy with that comment. Sorry, earth. But I will litter for my sorry, safety. Earth. I'm very sorry, earth. Yeah. If usually a letter, a sign is biodegradable anyways. It's paper, but still. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be trash and litter, but. It's my fucking safety, too. I, I hear you on that. And I do drive away. And I'm like, I have to really pull over soon because this is obstructing my vision. But I'm, not, I'm just not staying in this spot. I'm well, leaving. The worst the worst of when it fucking rains on your car and somebody put a, put a flyer. It gets plastered yeah. to your car. It does. And then the windshield wipers make it worse. It's so funny. Yeah. They, like, smear the ink everywhere. And I'm just like, you know, well, it's a small price to pay for staying fucking alive. Yeah. <laughs> How was your experience um dining back out in the world cuz I had an experience dining back out in the world too but I would like to know about yours. <laughs> it was a wonderful experience and I would probably do it again but it was contingent upon the place that I was at and I'll explain it. It was outside okay. and it was on the water so you had to wear a mask inside the building. They had a waiting mm-hmm. area outside um with like yeah. couches and stuff. Like um patio couches like so not mm-hmm. not like plush ones. And um, that was where everyone sat. All tables were positioned away from each other. The um, out- yeah. outdoor seating area where you were waiting. So essentially like the, the waiting room. And then they cleared all the benches out from the inside where you normally would have been waiting. And then it was a very short walk from the inside to the outside. And then once you got out there, it was a giant, and I mean giant, deck. And they had tables, yeah. and the tables were all very far apart from each other. I would say they were more than six feet. And they, um, yeah. you know, let you take your mask off outside to eat. The waiters only had masks on, and that was it. Yeah. Um, but it was – I felt comfortable. 
I did not yeah. feel overwhelmed. I did not feel um, like I was being, um, I don't know, like hovered upon or like that there was somebody too close. Like I couldn't even hear other people's conversations. It was glorious. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But um, I know not every place is like that. Like where I work, the fucking people are out because there's no way to socially distance we're out in the boroughs in brooklyn so um they have them on the fucking sidewalks sidewalk and like in the shoulder of the street where you park and it's just uh, driving sucks right now i'm like i'm gonna hit someone i'm gonna hit a server or a busboy or an idiot trying to eat i'm just gonna i'm gonna hit someone by accident it's gonna be bad because they have zero regard for cars. They never have. They never will. They don't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is the worst, Kim. Well, but how did you feel being around? How many people were you with? Five. Like, were you with a... Did well, you feel I, made, I made the fifth person. Um, did, you, did you feel comfortable being around them? Or were you kind of like... Uh, like, you were like having a good time, but also were like... I also don't have a mask on. Like, I mean, like, that's always, like that's nervous. me though. That's me personally. I'm always going to feel that way around somebody without a mask on now, probably forever. Yeah. Like now I think mm-hmm. that we're all ruined as people in that regard. But um, mm-hmm. I know because I, I speak to them all the time. So I know mm-hmm. that they regard the importance of masks and wearing them and socially distancing from strangers and for, yeah. the, for the most part, keeping to themselves. Two of the girls are sisters, so, like, they do see each other all the time. Um, yeah. And they don't socially distance themselves, but they pretty much have the respect to keep to themselves so that they don't bring it, you know, like, infect it to the other because one mm-hmm. of them has a small child. So they, you know, everybody is um, respectful and smart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had I didn't a feel uh, crazy. I didn't feel like bad. What? Sorry. Yeah, I had a, a similar experience. I did outdoor dining for the first time too, and it was a place on the water with two of my friends. And I was happy because it was nice to feel like, you know, like not worry like it was weird it was like really nice to be out and see them that's number one I think that's what made it so nice the other thing was I wasn't really thinking about anything else aside from the oh my god I don't have a mask on like even I don't know like I feel weird without a mask in general now I'm so used to it especially it's now that I'm wearing it you know nine hours a day mm-hmm. uh, at work but I I mean it was fine. I wasn't panicked, but I also was, like I said, in my head, I was like, I don't have a mask on. Or like, and now it, the weird part is like greeting people you haven't seen in a while. It's like your friends and you know that they're like, you know, safe or whatever. They're not gallivanting all over the world, like, you know, irresponsibly. But at the same time, I also am like, eh. like my friend was like, Do you, can I hug you? And I was like, Sure, like, why not? But then I, at the end, I was like, I shouldn't have did that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's just so many em- emotions. Yeah, like, we all hugged at the end, and I was like, um... Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I don't know. <laughs> but you just, you miss them so much. 
and like you want to see them and you want to hug and it just feels natural for you to hug your friend and then you're like yeah "Mm, I might have just risked a lot but at the Mm -hmm. same time I is everything so uncertain I almost want to be like well if that was the last time I was ever going to see them I would be really pissed if I didn't hug them right right sort of how Mm -hmm. I feel about it about people that I care Mm -hmm. about where I'm like uh I don't really want to hug anyone but I do at the same time because I want to be respectful of like everything but but I'll I'll miss them if that's the last time well I think that the other thing too that like even me and my mom have been talking about like so like we're back at work and we're seeing people that we don't we wouldn't choose to hang out with on a normal day like also true well but like aside from that I mean I do get to see my my friend every week because I work with her so like that's a plus I would want to see her and choose to see her on a normal day (laughs) but I'm talking about my clients like I'm not choose I wouldn't choose to see them on a normal day so I'm seeing them, but I'm not seeing you and I'm barely seeing my mom and I'm like not around people that I actually want to see, <laughs> which is like the weird thing about it. Cause like now you're around your coworkers and you're uh-huh. and the clients and you're like, uh, I, you're I dodge not, my like, coworker. Seeing- no, I dodge my coworkers. Like it's a game of fucking Pac-Man and like, <laughs> I, and there's a ghost coming. No, 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 no. Um, one of them, did, one of them did hug me and I was like, oh, I missed you. And she was like, I don't, oh, I don't it. care. I'm hugging everyone. And I like took it. I like accepted it. But no, I really did. I really do like her. I really did miss her. And I was like, you know, excited to see everybody that came back. I was, I was, sh- yeah. I was a little shocked. <laughs> but everybody that came back are like my people. And, um, mm-hmm. I was really, I'm happy that the ones that came back are the ones that came back. Yeah. Well, how's it, how has it been back in your shop? Cause you guys only do blowouts. So it's like, it's very controlled. Vibe? It's very controlled. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one controlling it. So that makes me feel better because yeah. you know how they say, like, if you want something done right, do it yourself. Yes. I'm not saying that nobody else, that. <laughs> I'm not saying that nobody else could not do my job that's not true anybody could Mm -hmm. do my job but I am the one taking the most responsibility for the cleanliness of that place so I know I wiped down that door handle I know I wiped down that um you know toilet flusher handle whatever it's fucking called yeah like I know what I did so I can calmly and confidently say to somebody like yes this place is clean but mm-hmm. I mean, what happens when my back is turned? I don't, you know, I don't have eyes in the back of my head. I can always go back on the cameras and watch. But um, for the most part, I'm trying to make sure that everybody's following the rules and it's different for everyone. We've only been back two days. So like we have to wear gloves still. We have to wear face shields and we have to wear masks. So some of the girls, some of the stylists are like not having a good time wearing gloves to do just a blowout. That's very difficult and they're struggling. And I see them getting frustrated and I have to remind them to put them back on or keep them on. They didn't make us get mm-hmm. tested to go back to work. So I'm not going to fucking complain about much. Mm. I didn't have to jam anything up my nose. I'm very happy. I got the antibodies test. I will publicly share. Yeah. I didn't have any. So that means I'm still Rona free right now. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. So I keep seeing people say, 
if you get the antibody test and you had something in January that you thought might have been COVID, that they're only testing for the strands that are from March on, so it might not register that you had it if you had. I, it's like I keep reading these different things. Like, well, it's, just it, tell it, us the truth, government, please. <laughs> yeah. It's like some people, like if I, like I was sick in January and I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the antibody test because I'm like, maybe I wonder if that was it because, uh, you know, a lot of the symptoms are the same, but a lot were the same towards the flu too. So you never know. Yeah. But I read that it was like, well, if you had it before March, it might not show up that you had anything, um, even if you did have it because the, the strain is the, the strain they're looking for is from March. So, I don't know. I don't know. I was really sick in February, but it didn't last that long. Yeah. But I also took Tamiflu or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. So, I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you go back and listen... If people go back and listen to the episodes back in the beginning of January, I did talk on air about how sick I was for, like a week Mm -hmm. and a half two weeks and um i didn't i had a fever for two days and i was like like sweating in my sleep fever Mm -hmm. and um i couldn't taste anything i had a cough that lasted a good two weeks like a hearty cough so i don't know and you know what as my clients have come back and like started talking about it like they've known people that you know had it whatever and everybody's symptoms are different or some people just lose their taste and smell for two days and they are coming up that they have it. So, and that, or one person in the house gets it and nobody else does. So it's just really yeah. weird. I don't but know. But that's the thing. Like my mom had it and we live in the same house, just two different apartments, but it, mm-hmm. I didn't, well, it's possible I had it first if I had it and then she got it in March, but I had mm-hmm. it if, if I was sick with it in February, then like I didn't get sick again in March. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, and there's no way of knowing because I did not get a flu test because I refused to stick anything up my nose. <laughs> right. As we fucking know. Is there anything, if there's anything you all probably know about Ritz, <laughs> she does not want like things jammed into her nose to her brain. <laughs> yes. We're not embalming a body here. This is not an Egyptian burial. Get that shit out of my nose. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, oh, well. Well. But yeah, so going back to work, everyone is compliant as far as the clients go. They're all for it with the thermometer and stuff like that. I have to take their temperature mm-hmm. and I have to take um, yeah. all my co- my staff's temperatures. And, you know, if they answer, they have to answer a couple of questions when they clock in and, um, they're just they're taking every precaution because my main concern yeah. is making sure that like um everybody that I work with is safe and protected and then the clients mm-hmm. <laughs> the clients come second in my opinion um because to me we are risking our lives going into work every day to give you a blowout and to me it seems so like it's so inconsequential it's a fucking blowout like all those people that were out there protesting, like, oh, I want a haircut and I want a massage and this, that, and the third, like, they just wanted you to go back to work so that you could service them. And that's still how I mm-hmm. feel. 
Yeah. So I'm still like a little salty about it. But my, you know, it is what it is. My, that's my job. My job is my job. Well, uh, are you guys busy? Um, kind of. Given the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, for, we're, we're like open for an eight hour span. The hours are reduced. Mm-hmm. And in those eight hours, I did have quite a few stylists, but I saw 10 people, 11 people. Mm-hmm. so that was yeah more than one person an hour yeah wow that's just weird to me where's everybody going uh nowhere <laughs> i asked them and they said i was like oh, oh do you have something going on because i'm like i want to fucking know i need to know yeah bitch, where are you going with your hair looking good yeah uh i'm not, I'm not going anywhere i just really didn't want to do my hair myself it's been so long that was one answer i got <laughs> mm-hmm and I was like, get out, get, get, just fucking leave, go, goodbye, get out of here. I can't, like, I can't. Yeah. I mean, someone said that they, like, had something to do. I forget. I really wasn't paying attention, to be honest, because I could care fucking less where these people are going. Um, yeah. Somebody else said they were going to dinner, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I got. Most of most of it was like, oh, it's just so good to be back and to feel normal again. Mm. And they pay me to care. So I'm like, yeah, it's really awesome to have you back. Thanks for braving it. You <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You're a real yeah. fucking hero for braving COVID to get your hair blown out. Meanwhile, I have to <laughs> fucking you. touch you. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, too, like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I do have to say, I'm really fucking over that face shield. <laughs> you don't have to wear I, it. You wear glasses. I know, but I'm over it. And, like, yeah. I feel like it no one I'm likes not it. Seeing I'm, I mean, if you like it, that's I don't know why. But You're weird and into I, some I'm, questionable I'm, shit. <laughs> I, I'm I'm like I I can't see anything in real life. No. I feel like I'm not seeing colors <laughs> in real life. I'm just like I'm just fucking pissed. Do your, go- all the time do your glasses fog up because of it, or does your face shield fog up? Because that was a, an issue we were having. We couldn't figure out how to well, to keep well, it. Well, let me tell you, I know the solu- <laughs> I know the solution to that problem. So you tilt it up. Yes. Okay. I uh, I have to wear it at a certain angle, and it doesn't it does not um, fog. And I a- I asked my nurse friend because I did her hair last week, and <laughs> she I said, told you the secret. <laughs> no, no, no. I told her I'm like, look, I'm like I tilt my face shield up because if I pull it too close to my face, it fogs. I'm like, is this still like okay to wear it like that? She's like, yeah, you're fine. Cool, so that's good to know. You have to pull it. You have to pull it like closer. I want to say closer to your like hairline. Yeah, of, you like, have to pull, pull it, it up. up. Like pull it like you're wearing a headband almost instead of a yes instead of like a wreath. Like a crown, yes. you have to wear it more like a headband. Mm-hmm. And they, they figured yeah. that out because they put it on and they were like, uh, Larissa, we can't fucking see. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like two breaths deep and they, it was fogged up. I'm like, I can get you a windshield wiper? I don't know. It was bad and they were panicking and I felt terrible. I'm like, guys, 
it's okay. We're going to make it. Yeah. I know we well, just clocked in, know- but we'll make it. <laughs> the the other annoying annoying part is I hit the shield when I'm blowing people. Um yes, <laughs> one of them blew I... off backwards because <laughs> of the air, and I'm like, <laughs> this is just perfect, just fucking perfect. Yeah, I I poor, I, poor I knock it. Yeah, I, I think. I think that's how I initially figured out that it needed to be tilted by just keep, <laughs> I kept knocking it off. She had it then. tilted and she just kept fucking fucking knocking it off and um uh she blew it off with the blow dryer and she was just, she was having a really rough time and she finally had yeah. to stop and take it off. She was like, "I'm sorry, but I cannot work like this." Oh my god. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> no, I don't either. You, and I was just like, "All right, have, you're halfway done. It's fine." Have you worn it yet? Have you No, no, I'm actually not supposed to be behind a chair right now because I'm the only person manning the front desk. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. Oh, okay. It's a lot. Yeah. Everybody's got to answer questions. Everybody's got to, you know, answer truthfully. And there's me staring at them like, bitch, you better answer that correctly because I don't <laughs> want you coming in here with a sore throat. Yeah. Because they will. Oh no no I'm fine I'm fine I just I've had a sore throat for like a co- I'm good my doctor says I'm fine get out I'm not playing around yeah. I'm not playing around it's like yeah. other people's health at stake not just my own and not certainly I don't give a fuck about yours if you don't give a fuck about ours so yeah. like it's not cool dude it's not cool bro but well that's also why I make sure that I do the health uh, health surveys and stuff like because where it's not technically it's not mandatory but it's highly encouraged I will do it because at least I have a paper trail if somebody god forbid pops up that has it uh, they could look at me and I'll say well I, they signed a paper that said they didn't and that's why I took them so at least like the effort is there that I you know I'm making sure to screen everybody mm-hmm. and it is extra paperwork and it's extra like, okay, I got to remember, I got to email this person. I got to do this. I got, you know, like the day before each point, you know, my, my day, I have to email everybody, but it's like, whatever. But it's I think fine. they're legally I mean, obligated to inform you if they do come down um, mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. They're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, will they? But. No, but mm-hmm. I mean, but they're like, there was, um, there's like this Facebook group that I'm in um, for like moms and it's like mm-hmm. the, the bad moms of whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. they think they're such badass bitches, but um, mm-hmm. one of them posted that they um, were like, is anybody really checking? Like, I have to go travel out of state and how will anybody really know if I travel? And I'm just, I didn't like... Um, the only thing I answered was um, there are people in our county that are actually paid to right. like pull your name at random and then they like stake out your house and make sure that you you actually are staying there. But And she didn't mm-hmm. respond to it or whatever. But like for the most part, people in that group are vicious. But um, they really are. They're like fucking hyenas. But yeah. Um, she was like gonna risk it and be like well who cares but what what we care that's why 
cases are spiking. You're going to travel to one of those well, states yeah. that's spiking, and then you're going to come back and not quarantine because you can't afford to not work for two weeks. I understand that that's not, you know, um, you know, you're not able to pay your bills for two weeks. You're not going to hop back on unemployment. Like, I, I understand that, and I, I feel the gravity of that. Yeah, but, but don't go. But then just don't, yeah, like, don't go. Yeah. Or I mean, just like, I don't know, try to work from home or something like try to figure it out. If you can't work from home, don't go. But like, don't risk it like that to put other people at risk because you feel it's really more about her feeling entitled to be like, well, I don't have to quarantine for two weeks. I'll be fine. That's what it is. But she's not the only person thinking like that. Well, right. Well, that's that's the whole thing, too. It's like, I think that what happens because um, because of our friends that have had uh, coronavirus or uh, from what I've heard about coronavirus is if you test positive, the either the health department, I think the health department actually does call you like the official health department. So I think that if you are come up positive for it, that then they they also have tracers, obviously. Yes. So those are the people that figure out where you've been and who you've talked to, and then those are the contacts. Who tracers, the other people yes. I've talked to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's a long line of stuff, but I also, you know, clients have been talking kind of about that stuff too. That they're like, yeah, I heard the airlines like make sure that you quarantine if you fly, you know, here or there. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but I I don't I honestly don't know how they make sure people are uh, quarantining for the two weeks. And that's like, how do you even plan anything if you have to quarantine when you get there, you know, like quarantine when you get there or, or home or whatever, it's like, why even go unless you have to go for business or something, which I doubt is even happening anyway. Everybody's doing everything on, on fucking zoom. No, no. People still have to travel for business. They sure do. Yeah. But I don't know. But you, you, I don't know. I just don't know. And now you start to hear about, like, I've been hearing about people going on vacation, people going here, people going there. And I'm like, oh, well, it's summer, summertime, you know, can't stop the family vacations. I'm being sarcastic. Unless you're going to a a cabin in the woods somewhere alone. Oh, I don't fucking know. I would never. That's how you get murdered, my friend. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Hard pass. No cabin in the woods. You ever seen that movie Cabin Fever? I am fucking good. No, no, no. No, seriously. Have you ever seen that movie Cabin Fever? Because it's not going to. It doesn't sell it for me. It really doesn't sell it. No. I mean, my idea of a good time is not camping or being isolated in the woods. Yeah, that's not my idea of a good time either. No, absolutely fucking not. No. But. Camping's not really for me either. That's not yeah, really not a shocker. Really, That's not a shocker. I'm not really interested in laying on the dirt in the tent. No. Um, no. At, in the middle of the night. No. I just don't. I'm not interested. Nope. Nope. I, Super good. I don't want to hike. Don't want to fish. I don't want to fish. <laughs> I don't want to fish. I don't want to like build a campfire and roast. Um, burn hot dogs over it and uh marshmallows like not really interested but like not even in the comfort of your own backyard you don't want to roast marshmallows because that that's upsetting to me that's 
That's fine. No, I'm talking about specifically camping. No, I know. I'm joking. <laughs> talking about camping specifically. <laughs> well, I heard, I had heard like in the beginning of the summer that there was like a marshmallow and chocolate and graham cracker shortage. <laughs> so many people really? were making s'mores in their backyard. Yeah. I didn't hear I that, but that's funny. Like that. That's really There's funny. There's so many like. The, the, the weirdest shortages of things. Yeah, there's so many weird ass shortages. Like toilet paper like being every... one of them. <laughs> That's something that like I've still never figured out, and like even my clients don't get it. Nobody has the answer. No, like paper paper towels, I understand because you wipe, you throw it away, like you're cleaning, you know, with paper towels. But the toilet paper, I'll never understand. Neither will the rest so of the world. Ha- well, if anybody has the information on why everybody bought toilet paper before the pandemic, uh, please let me know because I'm just wondering. Yes. Why you it was a Karen. With 40... <laughs> Ask Karen. Karen knows. Oh. Yesterday, um, one of the stylists goes to me and goes, that uh, tile, ceil- like ceiling tile, is uh, stripping. I'm like, oh, great. Um, sometimes it does that from the AC or whatever. Mm-hmm. and it was like okay whatever no big deal um i'll turn the ac off after you know so and so finishes her last blowout and we'll go from there and then i forget <sighs> in true true risk form i forget like everything and i go about my day and then like i don't know maybe two hours later um, the same stylist that notices that the ceiling was stripping, she comes over to me and she goes, I just need an extra clip. Can you give me that clip? She like stopped the service to, to ask for it. And then the fucking ceiling caves in oh, <laughs> and no. falls on the floor and releases with it um, a lagoon, like a fucking river of water. And the oh, floor God. is covered like covered flooding everywhere and it's like all the way down by the back of the salon and then I'm standing up towards the middle of it and the water starts like pooling at my feet fucking nightmare and of course the client the client is like I'm a terrible person but the client was like my bag got wet I'm like it's fucking canvas um what is the problem here you'll be okay yeah i was like are you i was like are you hurt are you okay do you have a scratch on you no i'm fine but my bag got a little a little wet oh (laughs) oh okay i'm gonna go get you it here's a towel so i gave her a towel we changed seats and then she just like acted like the rest of the service because she wasn't it was the middle of a service she acted for the rest of the service like I don't know. Like somebody tried to assault her. I'm not really sure. She just, it was, she wasn't not my favorite fucking person. So then like at the end of the service or whatever, I gave her, I took like money off of it. Cause she had added on a treatment. So I was like, I'm just going to take this treatment off for you. And she was like, thank you. Thank you so much. Because you know, that's, you know, I was, I was upset. I'm like, because your canvas bag got wet. Oh my god. Like, if that girl had not asked me for a clip, she would have gotten the ceiling on like the ceiling would have fallen on top of her head. Yeah. Ugh. 
Oh, man. Yes. It was crazy. And then everybody well, stopped funny- everything and helped me clean it up. Like, all the yeah. all the stylists who weren't working with somebody helped me clean it up. And it was, it was like, amazing because, like, they all uh-huh. came together. And um, I didn't think they liked me that much. So it was great. But um, it was definitely not a fun phone call to make to my boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, because there's a well, waterfall from the ceiling. He has an expression: "Call me if there's fire, flood, or blood." And I just called her up, and she goes, "Yeah." I go, "Flood." There's a flood, <laughs> and she was <laughs> like, "Okay." <laughs> but it it happened, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, Louise! I mean, that was the only real well, excitement, but whatever. Well, it's funny that you actually say that because I had sent uh, my client a text message because I, if I send them a health questionnaire, I'll also text them and tell them that I sent it in case people don't check their email. <laughs> and uh, I I te- texted my client, you know, whatever. And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll email mail it back to you. I'm just in the middle of a really huge leak because of my air conditioner right now. <laughs> So she was having a huge leak. But it, like, the the amount of water that had accumulated in the ceiling looked like it had been accumulating for, like, weeks or some shit. Like, it was insane. But we had just been back, like, I guess maybe because I had the AC on, like, all, like, of this week. I was back in the shop Tuesday setting up. And Mm -hmm. I, I turned the AC on and off. But, like, when I was in the building, I turned it on. And then when I left, it was off. But, like, we share Mm -hmm. with an apartment. So, yeah. The apartment buildings above, if they do something shitty, <laughs> we've had leaks in there before. Like we had um like a waterfall rushing from the ceiling once before, um, because somebody had a flood in their apartment and it it seeped oh. seeped through the uh apartment floor into our apartment. So ours yeah into our um building. So like we literally had gushing from the fucking ceiling. I can only imagine what their apartment must have looked like. Oh my god! Because, yeah, right. Like ours was the overflow, right? And of course, it happened the second I stepped out of the shop and was like on the freeway. I get a call from <laughs> from the receptionist. Um, Larissa, <laughs> there's a flood in the shop, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't even turn around right now. Like, god damn it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but actually i was like that's exactly how i thought but i was like oh thank jesus it was after i left because i would have never went home <laughs> yeah but all this shit happens well, when I'll... i leave <laughs> well i find uh too that like since we were back we've been back our building um like the last couple summers it gets so humid in the actual building with the ac on to the point that um when you're blowing out people's hair it sometimes frizzes back up because of how humid. <laughs> it's just never fully dry well it that's and it was terrible like we always complain about how terrible the fucking air is in this building so when we went back um, after coronavirus, I was hoping that maybe they fixed it, and I, and they I didn't. thought that they did. But now, when I wipe shit with my uh, with my wipe, um, the surface stays damp. So oh no, it's very humid in there again, and it's like really frustrating that 
and, and they're like no joke last summer one of the girls in in our building were like yeah you think he's ever gonna fix the fucking uh the the ac because we had leaks too there were there were above my chair there was a leak Aww. and and uh one of the girls though was like you think he's ever gonna fix this because she's like i have a mushroom growing in my room like, <laughs> she, she literally had a mushroom growing in her. <laughs> i swear yeah, she had a mushroom that's how human oh my god do you know how human it has to be to grow a mushroom indoors <laughs> Well, <laughs> it fucking is very humid. humid in that building. Holy <laughs> shit, that's fucking hysterical. I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also any products we talk about or things we talk about or just be based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood we just have True. opinions we'd like to share. Right. We're just, we're giving you the tea. Yeah. On how we feel about certain things. And we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood. I'm pretty good at, like, saying something and then being like, wow, I should not have said that at all. Yeah. That's very offensive. No, it's not even offensive. Also- it's just that, like, it's offensive to that one specific person. Right. right. <laughs> one specific thing. That's what I mean. Like, and then you're like, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But I also, I think we've talked about this. I've also realized a lot of people don't understand what I'm saying half the time and are <laughs> offended by me when I'm literally just not saying, for everyone. <laughs> yep, not for everyone. No, you know what? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I wish I had a really good story of. A recent time that I put my foot right in my mouth, but I don't <laughs> don't have one. Just give me time; it'll happen. Well, well my mother and my future mother in law. I was I did her uh, touch up during quarantine because you know I live I am in the house with her, mm-hmm. so I ordered the color and uh, did it for her. And I don't normally. Oh God, I have the hiccups. Aww. I don't normally do her hair color. So I was, you know, as I was applying it, I said to her, I was like, do you know how many people would feel so lucky that they have a hairstylist quarantined with them? Like, I was just making a joke. Like, do you know, like, 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 it was like, I'm such a hot commodity. Like, you know, don't you know how lucky you are? Like, I was making a joke. And she was like, yeah, I know. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh, oh, but I was just but, kidding. <laughs> but but that's what I mean. Like stuff like that happens to me all the time where like people don't understand what I'm saying. Like even again with my future father-in-law, we have he replaced our fridge for us. Oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, he goes, oh, how do you like the new fridge? And I'm like, oh, it's really nice. I'm like, it's better than the one that was leaking. And he goes, 
Well, you could have told me it was leaking sooner. And I was like, <gasps> okay. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Yeah, he thought you but were like, being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone Whoops. always thinks I'm being a but that's what I mean. Like those two examples, like <laughs> it's stuff like that. It's, it's because to me. you included a fact. <laughs> but like I'm like kind of joking. Like yeah. oh yeah, it's better than the, like oh it's better than the one that was leaking. And he was like, well, you should have told me that it was leaking. And I was like, oh. <laughs> maybe they're just two very serious people. I don't know. I don't know, but this is, this stuff happens to me too often. <laughs> You're like, like no, clients, I'll be like, it's me, it's me, it's not them. <laughs> it's me. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Everyone takes me so like, uh, Kim, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, no, no one else gets a joke. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. It's but... okay, I get your jokes. <sighs> yeah, thanks. Well, thanks. You're, you're so we can put our put our, put our feet in our mouths together. Yeah. But I, that's why we have this podcast. Yeah, for us to put our feet in our mouth on the air for the whole world to hear. (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) Oh, wait. There's one more product I'm going to talk about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It's the (laughs) it's the sticky push-up bra where you, like, put your boob in a cup with tape on the inside and then, like, you pull up your boob (laughs) and tape it up. On your chest. Yeah. I tried it. Don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking hurt coming off, dude. Oh no. It peeled off your nipple. Yes. And there's like a little hole for your nipple to go into. Yes. But it doesn't actually yes. like work in that hole. So I had to use one of the other holes. Yeah. Without going into too much detail as to why. And it fucking hurt. <laughs> It wasn't, I don't, I don't think I would, I don't know. I mean, what I will say is going out to dinner and not wearing a bra was really awesome because I got (laughs) to eat all the food I wanted to. And I didn't have a bra band reminding me that I was being a fat fuck. So, (laughs) because usually my bra band is like, stop eating. You can't take any more in. And then this was like, I'm so free and liberated. And it was great. I could actually enjoy my meal and sit down like properly, but um, support-wise, non-existent. Doesn't hold shit up. Yeah, does not support them. No, Mm-mm. I've tried those before too, Mm-mm. and I had had a similar experience. Yeah, and then like when it's sweating feel- and like the tits just falls off. <sighs> the thing is, all of you people that want bigger boobs. You're all fools. Um, yeah. It's not <laughs> Bottom line. as glamorous. It's not as glamorous as you think it is unless you have breast implants and they sit up really high and are super lifted. But a normal boob. Yeah. Uh, a normal like one. That. A nor- normal. A normal one. Yeah. Um. So everybody wants what they don't have. Yeah. So. No, if you get fake ones, you're fine. You know, you might not be able to yeah. tie your shoe or you may fall over. If the wind blows you just right from behind, but it's mm-hmm. not, that's not the same issues that we're talking about. We're talking about big, normal boobs, like big, natural boobs. Big, big, normal boobs. Big, fake boobs are, you know, well, I don't want to say normal because everybody's normal to themselves and they're all different sizes, but 
big fake ones are <laughs> easier to manage than not fake ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but basically, the moral of the story is don't actually fall for it. That sticky boob cups are going to solve any problems except letting, now, you, I letting always... you eat. Yes. <laughs> Disgrace free. Well, <laughs> what's up? I mean, is like that really a negative? You know? Uh, no. I mean, to me, that was a positive experience in that aspect. <laughs> I got to like live my best life, but. But as far as the hope of enjoying uh, a a lifted booby that looked like a nicely shaped never never mind it just it didn't work out <laughs> it didn't go well <laughs> did not go as planned <laughs> yeah it's fine nobody noticed nobody noticed nobody screamed in horror no, they were they weren't like oh Riz you look great wait what is that do you have a uniboob? What is that? <laughs> no, no. In fact, it was very obvious there were two separate boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one's pulled up higher than the other. It's very obvious. <laughs> that didn't happen, but I'm just saying it could have. <laughs> I sat like, there. Oh, you look wonderful. I sat there in the, in the mirror just to make sure I didn't look like a psycho with one boob higher than the other. Because, <laughs> you know, it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing about what they looked like. <laughs> well, I guess uh we should wrap up this episode of Beauty Time. This yeah. was just a little a little catch up catch up slash conspiracy episode. You could call it um, a mini sode. A mini so it's still not that mini it's still over an hour long it's a mini for us but i can't even i can't <laughs> even coin that term because i don't know who started it but it they say it on another podcast i listen to a mini sode oh well uh if you like us and want to rate review and subscribe to our channel please do yeah, and most importantly, share with your friends. Uh, I got a little feedback from one of my friends. Oh, finally listened to my pod, our podcast. You did not she tell me said, that. She said that she liked it. She li- she listened to last week's episode and she liked it because even though she's not a hairstylist, she could still listen and know what we were talking about. Uh, I know most some episodes are more like hairstylist based, and some are like more like beauty based. So I guess that if you have a friend that likes beauty, um, you could suggest us to them too. They don't have to be hairstylists. So um, yeah, she liked our episode. She said she liked the way that it flowed, and she enjoyed us. So hopefully <laughs> so you should too. Be... <laughs> so you should too. Hopefully she's gonna listen, uh, continue to listen, but. Um, yeah, if you like us, share us, subscribe, follow us on Twitter at Beauty Time PC and Instagram and TikTok at Beauty Time Pod. P- yeah, Beauty, Beauty Time, Time Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> uh, and write us an rumor- email. <laughs> yes, write us an email, Beauty Time Podcast at gmail.com. Also, um, there's a rumor that TikTok may be banned in the United States. I doubt it, but India banned TikTok. I doubt it. Um, be- 
but uh, they want to ban the to ban TikTok in the United States because apparently it's a security threat because they're claiming that all the information on that app goes to China. And somebody was like, what? what kind of information are they getting from us besides people dancing to little snippets of songs? But what so- information do you have to enter when you sign up for a TikTok account? Um, just really your like email and phone number. It's I don't know. So they you can get a lot of information from a a phone number. Yeah, it's like collecting data on uh, the the devices that you're using. Mm -hmm. But some people argue too, like that. um, There's also there the the, there's a TikTok headquarters in the U.S., so it's not all going to China. So I don't know. There's like a whole thing. Everyone on TikTok is like panicking. But um, yeah, so follow us on TikTok at Beauty Time Podcast. Uh, and um, yeah, if you would like to write in and tell us a story, please do. We want to hear from you. Yes. Take us with and you. And we've definitely download us. We've gotten, yeah, mm-hmm. we've gotten some <clears throat> new listeners. So um, if you're new, uh, welcome. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all of you. We love so. you. Thank you for listening. It really does mean the world to us. And we want you to know that from the bottom of our heart. Thanks for listening to our conversations. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening to another episode of Beauty Time. We really appreciate you. And if there are any hot topics that you come across that you're like, oh, my God, Kim and Riss need to talk about this, please take us. And um, is that it? Is that everything? I think so. Yep. We covered it all for this week well, on this week's episode. Yeah. So, oh, I actually really quick, which I will try and review, too. I bought the um, Redkin Lamellar water, so I'm going to try that out. Damn, Redkins just got to have their hands in everything, huh? Yeah, they have way too much stuff. Oh, and side note, I I did a beauty supply run the other day, and I went to go buy Flash Lift, and my Salon Centric by me was completely out. There was not one tub of Flash Lift, so uh, who's hoarding the Flash Lift? (laughs) Flash Lift is a pretty decent... um product to use i i enjoy yes. working with it i do too and i panic when i don't have the right bleach so i had to buy joyco blonde life which is okay but i'd still prefer flash lift so um stop hoarding the fucking flash lift what Thank about you blonde, very much. what about blondor blondor works good no you don't no. like it makes it makes everybody yellow well then you gotta tone yeah. tone them I know. But... <laughs> it makes everybody yellow. That's what bleach does. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It doesn't I feel like it doesn't lift that well. For anybody that fucking but... wants to tell me, and you can fight me on this, change my mind. But when you lift mm-hmm. someone, I was told by someone who is not a licensed yeah. hairstylist, she was a fucking kitchen cosmetologist, and she was like, mm-hmm. if you're a good hairstylist, everybody good every good hairstylist knows that you just have to lift bleed like you have to lift hair to the correct le- level and you'll remove all fucking yellow and orange. And I'm like, are you an idiot where you dropped on your head in beauty school what are you talking about um i do not believe that you can properly lift someone to the correct level and then not have to tone them that's what she was trying to say to me she was trying to tell me that if you're a good hairdresser and you know how to work with bleach that you can lift someone to silver white without toning them 
Well, that's a crock of shit. Unless the client, I have one client that I don't tone. Like, I don't know why through all the years I just never toned her because she has such a light, um, she has a really light base color. So, uh, I don't tone her and she lifts white, but unless you are like a level eight and you lift perfectly, that's not going to happen all the time. So that lady could take her theory and shove it right up her ass. She was saying like, I could achieve a platinum blonde look and not have to tone my hair. Uh, I just want you guys Uh, to understand I'm a level four naturally. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you know what you're doing and you're a good hairdresser, she said, I'm like, do Mm -hmm. you have your license? She goes, no, I learned on YouTube. Well, there we fucking go. Thanks, Brad Mondo. I was going to say Brad Mondo. Thanks, Brad Mondo. (laughs) (laughs) He's really not going to like us now, but whatever. Oh, Brad. uh, Brad. He's our official mascot. Hairstylist. Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. But all right. <laughs> well, that uh, that concludes another episode of Beauty Time. We'll see you next week. Um, we love you and we appreciate. We appreciate. I was gonna say appreciate your business. <laughs> mm, I mean, technically we do, but you all stay safe. Wear a mask. Yes. Stay safe. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Well. Good night. Good night. Beauty time with Kim and Riss. <laughs> <laughs>